A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day. You know they're tired, but for some reason, they just won't go to sleep. And for this reason, I created the podcast Bedtime History. Bedtime History is a series of relaxing history stories that end with an inspirational message. With over 2,000 positive parent reviews, Bedtime History is one of the top education podcasts. Join me and listen to Bedtime History every Monday and Thursday on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, B, uh, why is there an elephant in the Who Was studio? Don't be ridiculous, Elliot. There's not an elephant in the studio. There's three elephants, two to represent each of our subjects today. Ah, yes, P.T. Barnum and Harry Houdini both used elephants as part of their acts. And, of course, our resident elephant, Geraldine. Ooh, watch out, she's gassy. But, Elliot, why are you holding an empty mouse cage? Well, first of all, it's the mascot for my son's classroom. It's our week to take it home. And second of all, it's not empty. The mouse is hiding under the cedar shavings. See? Oh, no. Where'd the mouse go? (gasps) It's on your foot. Oh, that mouse is a Houdini-level escape artist. Okay, be very calm. Don't let the elephant see the mouse. Otherwise, it might cause a... Stampede! Maybe the theme music will soothe them. Play us on. Here we go. What do you think you know about the greats from history? The game is on. Get some energy and buckle up your brain. Because it's time to play. It's the Who Was Podcast. Because it's time to play the Who Was Podcast. Live from Tongvaland, or so-called SoCal Los Angeles, welcome to Who Was, the history quiz show that gives contestants the chance to win mega prizes and podcast glory. I'm your announcer, B, and my birthday is always belated. And here's your host, he's the Lacey to my Cagney, it's Elliot Kalin. Thank you, B, and shout out to star of stage and screen, Tyne Daly. Who was Tyne Daly? A superstar. And welcome everyone to the Who Was podcast. This show is like Jeopardy, only with surprise guests, silly games, and more network notes, unfortunately. Our contestants were sent Who Was books about two great figures from history. Now they're here to show off their knowledge in the hopes of winning fantastic prizes, prizes, prizes. Today, be prepared for the greatest show on earth when we find out about escape artist Harry Houdini and the man who inspired the movie The Greatest Showman, P.T. Barnum. But enough about them. Let's meet our contestants. 
All right. First up, we have Declan. Declan, please introduce yourself. I'm nine years old. I love comics. I write them a lot. Yeah, I really like Who Was books. Oh, that's so good to hear. So, Declan, if you write comics, do you have a comic character that you have in a bunch of series? Yeah, but he's more of a bad guy than a good guy. <gasps> We love that.、Uh, mm -hmm. Could you share this bad guy's name with us? Zombie Wolf. He's just like this giant zombie or something. Oh my god. That、gosh. sounds amazing. Yeah, and you know,、um, Declan Elliot also writes comics. Oh. Yeah, I write, I write comic books also about a bad guy who's kind of a zombie. So I guess I stole your idea. Sorry about that. <laughs> nah, it's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you, Declan. All right. And we also have Josie on the show today. Josie, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Josie. I'm 10 years old.、Um, and、uh, I have a lot of hobbies. My weekend is all full. I have no free days. Oh my God. <laughs> well, okay, let's tell us about some of these hobbies. We got, maybe we, gotta, we can help we you figure、know. out which ones, which ones are keepers. On Mondays, I have ballets. Ballet. On Tuesdays, I have piano.、Um, on Wednesday, I have ballet. On Thursday, I have ballet. On Friday, I have tap. On Saturday, I have ballet and tap. I'm in a musical, so I have my rehearsals on those days. Oh my goodness. This is a packed schedule. Yeah. And on Sunday, I have、um, ballet. Oh, wow. wow. Well, Josie,、um, we are so thankful you managed to fit us into your very packed schedule. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I feel honored that, that we were able to take you away from, I assume, seven different ballet rehearsals that, that you had to do today. <laughs> Um, today was ballet.、Yeah. You know, there's, I'll, I'll say this. I'm impressed you're learning all that. I wish I could dance. And if I could dance, I would give up everything else I can do, but I can't. So I'm very impressed that you can do it. I think that sounds like a good idea for a comic book, Elliot. Yeah. The story of a,、uh, a 40 year old man who gives up everything for the dancing ability. <laughs> just for the ability to dance. And not even, That's right. I just, even if it's just I could just dance for a couple nights, it would,、yeah. be, it would be so amazing. And depending on how you dance, you would be the villain or the hero of that story. Hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a very good point. I'll have to talk to Declan about it. If I'm the bad guy, maybe Declan can do the, the comic about me as a dancer. Well, thank you both、uh, for inspiring us with your artistic. Pursuits and thank you to Eric, our musician, for providing that lovely live Meet the Contestants music and all the music on the show today. So that's Who Is. Now let's find out who was Harry Houdini with four fast facts. Four fast facts. Harry Houdini lived from 1874 to 1926. Harry was born in Budapest and emigrated with his family to Wisconsin in 1878. He broke barriers by being the world's first Jewish celebrity magician. He spent the later part of his career debunking phony spiritualists who claimed they could talk to ghosts. Four fastbacks. All right, so this is a fun subject because we're, you know, talking about magic and escape artists. I'm wondering if Josie and Declan have ever seen a magician. And if they have a memorable trick that the magician did. Josie, have you ever seen a magician? Um, I have. And this is like not a big trick, but、um, when we were in virtual school, we had a magician and he was like gonna do a performance. And、uh, I only remember one of his tricks, but it was like he had a special balloon and he had a big nail and he put the nail right through the balloon. And it didn't pop. Oh my gosh. And it didn't pop the balloon? No. Wow, some kind of magic balloon. Amazing.、Yeah. I love that. Declan, what about you? Have you ever seen a magician in real life? 
Yeah, a couple times. Um, the magician also made my sister fly in the air. What? what? That's amazing. How high up did she fly? About like one foot. Okay, so it wasn't like she she was went up into the sky and you never saw her again. Yeah, I mean it was inside anyway. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> so, okay. The, so the so the roof would have kept her in. I once saw a magic trick that was so amazing, where a magician had a big pad of paper and he drew a bowling ball on it and he wrote the words bowling ball and then he closed the pad and a bowling ball fell out of it and then he opened up the pad again and it said bowling ball but the drawing was gone. It had turned into a real bowling ball. That was the same night that I went, it was a very late night magic show, and I, a uh, mag- magician said, look at this card, this is your card, remember it. And he did a whole bunch of tricks, and he said, is this your card? And I had forgotten what card was mine, and I, and I ruined the trick. <laughs> so, so always pay attention if you're in a magic trick, I guess is the lesson from that one. Yeah, exactly. That's why you have not been hired as a magician's assistant yet, Elliot. No, I've been trying so hard, and I have all the costumes. Anyway, we're talking a lot about magic, but we should clarify that Harry Houdini considered himself an escape artist. That is correct. Harry Houdini? Houdini? How'd you get here? Ah, I will never reveal my techniques. Uh, you use the Who Was App, right? I use the Who Was App! Who Was App? You want to reach someone in the past? All you need is the Who Was App. Who Was App? Yes, everybody's favorite encrypted messaging service to famous folks from the past, the Who Was app. Well, I heard you were learning all about me today, so I came to perform one of my death-defying escapes for you. Behold, as I, Harry Houdini, escape from handcuffs, wrapped in chains, covered in glue, put in a straitjacket, made out of cement, what? While wearing a bow tie. Is the bow tie also a lock? No, it just looks cool. Here I go. Uh, uh, Mr. Houdini, this is very entertaining, but we kind of have our next game to get to, so... So you'd like me to read the questions while holding my breath. Got it. <gasps> I don't think that sounds like a good idea. Hey, when has that ever stopped us? Eric, play the true or false intro, please. True or false? Is it true or is it false? Is it false or is it true? Is it true that it was false? Or is it false that it was true? True. True or false? For this game, Houdini will read you a statement, and then you will then let us know if that statement is true or, you guessed it, false. Declan, you're up first. True or false? My father was known as the King of Handcuffs in Hungary. Which is why, before I took his title, I called myself the Prince of the Air. Um, no? That's true, it's false. I mean, that's right, it's false. That's a, Well, you know what I mean. You got it right. Harry's father was a rabbi, not the king of handcuffs. Harry made up the name the Prince of the Air for one backyard circus he put on when he was nine years old. Later in life, he fibbed and told reporters he performed in many circuses as a child. He was all... Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I've been in the name of the Prince of the Air. Next question is for Josie. True or false? When I was only 13, my father made me promise to always take care of my mother. And unlike chains and locks, I never broke that promise. Uh, true. 
That's right, it's true. Sadly, Harry's father passed away when Harry was young and made him promise to take care of his mother, Cecilia. Harry and his mother were extremely close, and he even missed performing for the King of Sweden so he could go see her when she fell ill. Next question is for Declan. True or false? Everyone knows that I was the number one enemy of straight jackets. But did you also know that during a big stunt in London, I also became the destroyer of coats? False. No, that's true. Don't worry, it's okay. Don't During one of Harry's big shows where he was put in the impossible to escape, mirror cuffs. He tore his coat off on stage only moments before he escaped from the handcuffs. This helped him become an even bigger celebrity in Europe, except of course, with tailors. They don't like it when you rip up their coats. Next question is for Josie. That tailor was very upset with me. True or false? While I made many escapes in my day, the one thing I couldn't escape was all the praise I got for being an incredible actor once I crossed over to making movies. True? I'm sorry, that's false. Houdini did make movies, and the early ones were successful, but he was never considered a good actor. Critics said he was a terrific escape artist who couldn't act at all. Yeah, I'm free, I did it. Perfectly timed because that's the end of the game. True, 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 true or false? Ah, uh, King of the Handcuffs has done it again. B, what was my time? Oh, I didn't realize I was supposed to be timing you, but isn't time an illusion? No. No, it's not. It's a very real thing that I was counting on to impress your listeners. Gah! Uh, Houdini, we heard that you had a phrase that you were going to share with your beloved wife, Bess, to let her know that it was actually you communicating with her from beyond the grave. I'm dying, <laughs> pun intended, to know. Hi, so you did there. Yeah, thank you. I'm dying to know, again, pun intended, what was the phrase? It was, Abra, Abra, Kadabra. I want to reach out and grab you. Thank you. Wow, really? That's what it was? No, no, it was not that. I'm not telling you that phrase. It was meant for Bess and Bess alone. Jeez, what an annoying question. Uh, Houdini, I have more annoying questions for you, so if you wouldn't mind. Uh, of course, sure, sure. Oh, hey, what's that over there? Where? Aha, made you look magic. Houdini out, peace. Thanks again, who was that? Who was that? Wow, the old major look. He truly was the greatest escape artist of all time. But hey, what are the scores? We'll check in with producer Jane to find out exactly that after we escape to a short break. Eric, please play us some Houdini music. I'm hugging myself. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
kids. If you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, and many tears and tantrums. But I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress, they gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Who Was Podcast. Today we're talking about who was Harry Houdini and who was P.T. Barnum. And now, back to your host, Elliot Kalin. Thank you, B. Our two fierce competitors are off to a great start. Now let's check in with producer Jane for the scores. Elliot, we are all tied up. Both contestants have one point. It's a close game, as close as any game can get. Let's see what happens as the show goes on, because the show must go on. That's what shows do. So let's find out who was P.T. Barnum with four fast facts. Four fast facts. Phineas Taylor Barnum lived from 1810 to 1891. His museum featured America's first aquarium. He was early to use promotion and advertising to create the world's first celebrities. Many people credit Barnum with the saying, there's a sucker born every minute. Four fast facts. As we'll discuss, P.T. Barnum did many things in his life, but his name these days is mostly associated with the circus. I wonder if either of our contestants have ever seen a circus. What's your familiarity with circuses? Uh, I have. When I was little, um, I went to a circus, but we were high up, so I couldn't see much. But what I could see, it was really fun. And um, there was like um, a bounce house that I got to go in. And at the end, we got a choice to either ride an elephant or a camel. What? Um, and it was a two-hump camel, so I chose the camel so I could go with my mom. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's very sweet. If it had been a one-hump camel, you think you would have gone for the elephant? Yeah, elephants are really cool. Yeah, elephants are very cool. Yeah. They're fantastic animals. We wouldn't say that even if uh, we had Geraldine, our resident elephant here. 
with us. Oh, yeah, there she goes. Yeah, you're great, Geraldine. And we should say, if there are any camels listening, camels are also great. great. We're not saying that you're not great, too, camels. Ooh, just to imagine all the angry letters we might have gotten from camels if if we had let that out. Uh, And Declan, have you ever been to the circus? No. You've never been to the circus? Have you ever seen, like, a circus uh, act on television or a film? No. No. Wow. But I had seen, like, bounce houses that look like circuses a little. That's true. Okay. okay, that's fair. Have you ever been inside of a circle? Yeah, a couple times, like a hula hoop or something. Okay, that counts. That's good enough. Yeah, I think that's close. <laughs> I think that's close enough to being in the, in the center ring of a circus. I like that. <laughs> now, listeners may be surprised to find out they know more about P.T. Barnum than they realized. If you watched the movie, The Greatest Showman, it is incredibly loosely based on P.T. Barnum's life, though it's not very historically it's, accurate. It's, it's very dramatic also. It's very dramatic. I don't think yes. P.T. Barnum sang as much as he did in That's that movie true. also. No. no. Uh, but yeah, it's not historically accurate. For one thing, Hugh Jackman is way dreamier than P.T. Barnum ever was. <laughs> That's for sure. P.T. started out his career with his Barnum's American Museum, but this wasn't like a history or an art museum as we know them today. His museum was more about entertainment than reality. Maybe we'll find some objects from there in our next game. It's called Backpack from the Past. Backpack from the Past, baby. We have here a backpack that contains some of P.T. Barnum's personal objects. We'll describe those objects for our contestants and for the listeners at home. Contestants, you will choose which multiple-choice answer best describes it. Since this is our second game, each question is worth two big points. Josie, this first object is for you. I found a deed to some land. It says, this land known as Ivy Island now belongs to my grandson, Phineas Taylor Barnum. What is this about? Is it A, a prank PT's grandfather played on him, or B, codes for how to get to a secret island on the third level of Super Mario Brothers 3D World? (laughs) What do you think, Josie? Uh, it's A. That's right, the answer is A. A young P.T. Barnum learned a lesson in building up anticipation and hubbub for an event when, at an early age, his grandfather got the whole town of Bethel, Connecticut to tell P.T. that he was going to inherit a beautiful island. But it turned out to be a dry, tiny piece of land. Gotcha, grandson! Okay, the next object is for Declan. Oh, wow, it's a cool old sign that says this way to the egress. You might find a sign like this in TGI Fridays today, but what did P.T. use it for? Was it A, a trick he played so customers would buy two tickets to his museum, or B, egress is the neighborhood he lived in in New York City, known as the 8th Borough? Um, A? You're right, the answer is A. Egress is just a fancy word for exit, and it sounds like the name of like a cool bird or something. P.T. used this to get customers to leave his museum when they didn't realize they were looking for the exit, and then charged them for another ticket to get them back in. I guess that's how he got his nickname, the King of the Humbugs. P.T. was not above duping anyone. Now, let's see if this next object will dupe Josie. Ooh, ugh, this object smells pretty terrible, and oh my, it's really gnarly looking. It's like the head of a monkey with some kind of fish tail. What is this object? Is it A, P.T.'s favorite lunch, the monkfish, which he first tasted in Europe, or B, the Fiji mermaid? Um, B, the Fiji mermaid. That's right, the answer is B, the fabled Fiji mermaid. This was not a real mermaid, but he advertised and ran stories about mermaids to build up excitement so people would buy tickets to see it. Yes, long before Bieber fever ever existed, P.T. created mermaid fever and made a celebrity out of this, as he put it, dried-up old thing. 
Oh, my apologies, Fiji Mermaid. I, I, I didn't realize you were listening or alive. Okay, Declan, this next object is for you. Uh-oh, everybody look out. Get out of the way. There's a train barreling straight out of this backpack. Oh, boy, is everyone okay? Josie, Declan, you all right? Yeah. yeah, we're you're okay? I'm okay. Okay, good. Oh, my goodness. Well, this backpack is pretty strong to hold a train, but, hey, why is there a train in P.T. Barnum's backpack? Is it A, from the traveling he did while campaigning for president, or B, it's the train he used to move the circus, making transporting the circus easier than the old horse and wagons that used to be used? B. That's correct. The answer is B. Having circuses travel by train was just a one-way P.T. revolutionized circuses. The other way is by expanding the one-ring circus into three rings, which is still in use today. Unless you mean Cirque du Soleil, which everyone knows happens in the middle of Celine Dion's Vegas shows. We love you, Celine! Backpack from the past, baby! Ah, uh, that groovy music means the game is over. We're having an amazing show here today, and we're going to find out where the scores stand right after this break. Eric, play us some circus music, please. The magic feather! Hey, who wasers? Want to make a shout-out to your own favorite person in history, famous or unfamous? Do you think your sourdough recipe is better than ours? Would you like to tell us your craziest dream? What I'm trying to say is we want to hear from you. So send us an email or voice memo at thewhowaspodcast at gmail.com. When the clock is started. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, and many tears and tantrums. But I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon, and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes, packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress, they gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Who Was Podcast. 
our two magically smart contestants are testing their knowledge of who was Harry Houdini and who was P.T. Barnum. And now here's your host, Elliot Kalin. Thank you, B. Now let's check in with producer Jane for the magical scores. Well, Elliot, neither of our contestants can escape the other. They are both tied up with five points. Ooh, wow. wow, a tie game. Ooh, this is something even Houdini might have trouble breaking his way out of. That's true. When I think about it, there's a lot about these two men that's hard to believe. Well, that's fitting. Neither Houdini nor Barnum were too concerned with the truth. But we are, and that's why we're going to play our next game, Two Truths and a Lie. Just kidding. In this game, B will read three statements about one of our historical figures. Two of them are truths, and one is a lie. Uh oh. Tell us which one is the lie to earn three points, since this is the third game. Declan, you're up first. All right, Declan. Both PT and Houdini loved entertaining crowds. PT had no problems deceiving the public, but Houdini drew some lines for his performances. Which one of the three following is not something he decided to keep doing in his act? Is it A, hiding on land when the audience thought he was holding his breath underwater, B, talking to the dead, or C, freeing himself from handcuffs provided by the local police? B. That's right, the answer is B. Early on in his career, he pretended to be able to speak with those on the other side by researching deceased people in the town he was visiting, but he soon quit this. He said he felt guilty tricking people. It was different than magic, where the audience knew there was some kind of trick or illusion being used. Next question, Josie. Both P.T. and Harry Houdini had some pretty famous friends. Which one of the following was not one of them? A, Sherlock Holmes author, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. B, Siegfried and Roy or C, Queen Victoria? Uh, C. No, I'm sorry, the answer is B. Siegfried and Roy's circus career started long after P.T. Barnum had passed away. Houdini and Arthur Conan Doyle, though, were good friends who had a well-documented falling out over spiritualism. Conan Doyle feverishly insisted that Houdini had magic powers. Houdini knew this wasn't true, because he was faking his magic tricks. And he kept telling his friend, no, I don't have magic powers. He refused to lie to his friend. Oh, what a mensch. His mother Cecilia would have been so proud. The next question is for Declan. P.T. and Houdini both had acts that featured a Jenny. Which one of the following choices is the lie that was not an actual name of one of the Jennies that they worked with? Is it A, Jenny Sofa and Convertible, a set of talking love seats? B, Jenny Lind, the Swedish Nightingale? Or C, Jenny, the disappearing elephant. A. That's right, the answer is A. There is no talking love seat or talking furniture of any kind in either of their acts. Jenny the Elephant starred in one of Houdini's biggest stunts when he made an elephant disappear. And Jenny Lind was a Swedish singer that P.T. Barnum promoted and took on tour all over the United States. P.T. helped elevate her profile and made her a huge star in the U.S. And the last question is for Josie. Houdini and Barnum both showed support for the armed forces through their performances. Name which one of these was not one of those ways. A, Houdini donating proceeds from his show to soldiers in World War I. B, Barnum showing pro-union anti-slavery plays at his American Museum during the Civil War. Or C, Houdini teaching soldiers how to hold their breath underwater for up to an hour to help blow up enemy ships before submarines were invented. 
Uh, C. That's right, the answer is C. Though Houdini did teach soldiers how to escape from handcuffs should they be taken behind enemy lines, he never worked with them on holding their breaths for long periods of time. Certainly not an hour. Nobody can hold their breath for that long. Mm -mm. Or can they? Or can they? Or can they? Probably not, though. And that's the end of the game. What a truly death-defying game. It was a hard-fought competition between these two mm -hmm. competitors. And as we wait for producer Jane to reveal the scores, I'd love to hear from these hard-fought competitors. Let's stop being competitors for a moment and just be friends. What's something that you were maybe surprised to learn about Harry Houdini and P.T. Barnum? Josie, is there anything about them that really stuck out to you? Um, I had no idea that um, P.T. Barnum did politics. When I watched the movie, like, it was only about his circus career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was very dedicated to his home state of Connecticut through his mm -hmm. politics, was some, which is something that I didn't know about. Yeah, when I think of P.T. Barnum, I don't usually automatically think of the nutmeg state, but I guess you can take the man out of the nutmeg state, but you can't take the nutmeg out of the man. That's Connecticut. That's right. Is the, is the mm -hmm. nutmeg state. And Declan, what, what stuck out to you about either one of our historical figures? Well, what really stuck out to me about another thing about P.T. Barnum was that actually he got tricked by the 161-year-old lady. Mm. Like, I actually thought she was that old when I was reading yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too, me too. Yeah. And how did you feel when you found out that she was not 161 years old? I was like... <laughs> you were shocked. For oh. the listeners at home, you couldn't see the look of shock on Declan's face. It was real and it was intense. And I felt the same way when I found out. Well... That is great. Thank you both. It, I'm excited that you were thinking so much about these people and their lives and just the things that surprised you about it. And now it is time for the big moment. The trick is about to be revealed. This is the prestige, if you will. Jane, please announce our winner. Well, an incredibly close game. And I hope we don't shock Declan when we tell him that he won with 11 points. Nice. Nice job, Declan. Great job, Declan. And great job, Josie. You played a great game. This was a close one. So now, Declan, as our winner, you have 10 seconds for shout-outs. Who would you like to thank? Go for it. My family and my friends. Lovely. Succinct and to the point. Wonderful. I love it. And I'm also going to piggyback on that and just shout-out that uh, when Josie saw that uh, Declan won, she gave him a round of applause. And we love that here on the Who Was podcast. We love a good sportsmanship. So thank you, Josie. And uh, Josie did pretty good, too. Thank you. I agree. You both did great, and you should both be really proud of how you did on the show today. Our winner and their library of choice, we're receiving a selection of Who Was books, and I'm going to give a shout-out myself to intern Zach Timpson for being our Houdini, to Jane, Eric, and B, and a big thank you to both of our contestants who played a fantastic game. Thank you to you at home or wherever you are for listening to our show. Join us next week as we find out who was two more amazing figures from history. Until then, this is Elliot, the Fiji mermaid, Kaylin, saying, We're history. See you later. Goodbye, folks. Got a question for any of our famous figures? Send us a voice memo at thewhowaspodcast at gmail.com. It might just end up on the show. The Who Was Podcast is produced by Radio Point, iHeartMedia, and Penguin Workshop and is based on the best-selling Who HQ series, published by Penguin. This show was hosted by Elliot Kalin with co-host Megan O'Neill as B. Also starring Jane Baker as producer Jane, Eric Shackney as Eric, and Zach Timpson as Harry Houdini. Executive producers are Richard Corson, Alex Spock, Elliot Kalen, Megan O'Neill, Daniel Powell, and Houston Snyder. Our executive producer for Penguin Workshop is Francesco Sedita, and our executive producer for iHeartMedia is Lindsay Hoffman. The show was written by Elliot Kalen, Megan O'Neill, Kenise Mobley, and Jane Baker. Produced by Bernie Kaminsky and Taylor Kowalski. Our talent producer is Jane Baker, and the theme song and music are composed and performed by Eric Shackney. 
edited and mixed by Bree Matan and Kate Moldenhauer, recorded by Joanna Samuels. Special thanks to Zach Timpson, Charlotte Deanda, and Michael Lewis Howard. Sound services provided by Great City Post. It's the Who Was Podcast, because it's time to play the Who Was Podcast.